that? Did you see the size of that thing? Now, if you're going to be out there fishing and you're illegally doing it, you should be thrown in a pen or a crab pot. I'd have to say, if you're going to use a long shank hook, great for whiting, perfect for yabbies, not the best for live bait, such as a herring. Oh, come on, mate. You're joking, aren't you? That's absolute, that's that's rubbish. You know that. Now, put yourself in a fishing line here. Now, that's a catch. That is a quality catch. Well done, champion. everybody and welcome to another step outside podcast you got birdie online here gee i hope you're doing well whatever you whatever you're doing right now just sit back relax because i'll tell you what on your next adventure we're going to fulfill you with of course a lot of satisfactory items to keep you underway when you're out in the middle of the dirt the desert the bush the beach or whatever else your adventures take you to tony kakalas oricom mate welcome to the show i've got to say to you because the amount of products that you guys are putting out into the market at the moment are fantastic now of course a lot of new age cars these days have a lot of you know instruments built in whether it's tire pressure gauges sensors etc and of course it comes up on the dash but not everybody has the new age vehicle so if you want to pimp up your older car to be up to today's standards you guys have yeah. the products that can really make that now the tps9 we saw that on today's episode of step outside with paul bird on seven mate around australia this particular product is a tire sensor gauge which is absolutely awesome uh, it is, I, yeah. I've loved, I love it. I've got it on the vehicle as well, even though my car also has the, uh, the built-in systems, but I, I, I just think it's great because I can visually see the tire pressure gauges, of course, you know, balancing out on the head unit that's uh, solar powered, which is even better. Absolutely, mate. And that's the thing. It, it, you may have a vehicle with your uh, TPS or tire pressure system built into it, but this is live reading. You don't have to scroll through your manual and so forth. And if you are an active, on the road, full driving, and so forth. Uh, again, it's live information for you, direct there, so you can get a immediate reaction to anything that happens on your tyres. And you know, for safety, mate, it's 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 paramount. You know, to keep an eye on it. Like, it doesn't happen often, but if it does, it's good to know that if you are having a problem with a tyre pressure uh, and it's starting to go down, that you can pull over and manage it immediately, as opposed to um, you having a blowout or having your tyre run all the way down and then destroying that tyre. And as we know, tyres aren't cheap, mate. <laughs> mate, they're not cheap at all, I can tell you now. You're looking at uh, you know a handy gorilla just for a couple these days. That's right. Mate, um, wireless Bluetooth. Now, there's no... And this is the worst thing for me, is that when you yep. have to hook something up, you know, particularly you're thinking about on the wheels, the wheels are going around and around 100 miles an hour. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. do you need a cable that goes to the system? Well, the answer to that is a big fat no, you don't. No, they're wireless transmission, mate. So in the in the little sensor caps themselves, they have a little uh, CR battery, a little button battery. Yep. And they send out a wireless transmission to the display unit. And as you said, the display unit is, is solar powered. It does have a little battery internally, so if you need to charge it, you can with a micro USB. But mate, I've had mine on my vehicle for over a couple of years now, and I've never had to charge it once. Yeah, that's the Maxwell High Standard Battery. Mate, um, also, it does have auto brightness, which is fantastic. And, of course, the battery in the right. head unit that, um, you know, overcast conditions. A lot of people are going to be traveling around the country where you're thinking, okay, hang on, I'm not getting sunshine on. Even though you have the head unit stuck onto the top of the sticky mat on your dash, you're getting some mm. sort of daylight. But, you know, even at night, time or overcast days you're still going to have the ability to have that head unit working 100 percent because of the battery backup system correct exactly and like i said mate i 
as I as I work for Oricom and travel around, sometimes my car can be in a, in, a, in the airport car park for over a week, yep. and I'll come back and it's and it's still running. Yeah, it's still you. running. So it has it has an intelligent sleeping mode for uh, power saving. So if it's not active and it senses it's not active, it'll go into like a power saving mode to just for that point exactly. You know the thing is when you're towing a vehicle, we tow our boat everywhere, as you know. Uh, mm. But the main thing is you, you tire temperature now when you yep. read the side wall of your tire it'll say you know uh, 42 psi uh you know and there might be another uh, temperature gauge on that to what the tire can whether it's running hot or cold um mm. th- this is going to really help you in that scenario as well because not only does it give you your 42 or 38 or 48 psi on your tire whatever that little sensor is reading back to your head unit but it also you can see the fluctuation of the tire temperature after traveling Correct. uh so to, you two know how much pressure is going to be pushed in there due to the temperature as well. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, exactly right, mate. Like mm. towing a big boat for long distances, um, yeah. yeah, your tire pressure can, and you'd be surprised. It can be just a couple of PSI that can make a, a big difference. So Absolutely. And tire and uh, temperature is important as well, particularly if you're protecting the sidewalls and your bearings and so forth. You know, it can, it can alert you to something else that might be happening on, on the on the tyre as well. Like, yeah, brake systems locked in and the temperature's increasing, it can increase the temperature overall, so there could be mm. something else going on as well. That's, a, that's Actually, I never thought of that, mate. That's a really clever idea. That's cool because, you know, you're not thinking, if you've got the windows up and a bit of music going, you know, you're not hearing the bearings scraping in the back, are you? Now, your that's wheel, right. Your wheel's going wobbly left and right and then it overtakes you. That's when you know you've got an issue. That's exactly, that's exactly. it. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that, there's the problem. <laughs> there it exactly. goes. There it goes. <laughs> uh, and also to make life easier for the you know the numbies like myself is you've got uh, everything's perfectly matched there. So you're not just going to grab a tyre sensor out there, the cap, and you're not going to put it on any particular tyre. You've got R, 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 L, F, L, F, R, yep. and, of course, front, left, front, right, rear, right, rear, left. It, it, everything's ma- mapped out perfectly for the person just to take it straight out of the box and uh, and uh, whack it straight onto their vehicle. And of course, the dust covers. You need the dust covers. Yep, little dust-proof covers mm. and, the, and the locking kit as well. So you've got a little spanner and a washer and a locking nut to uh, be able to lock that uh, sensor on the valve. So for yeah. the test, if you want to call it, or just for peace of mind that it won't come off. Um, and it's got a little spanner and a, uh, a little locking tool. You can undo that if you need to release your pressures. Yeah, super easy, mate. Now, tell me, of course, about the uh, the battery sensor as well. Now, this is something else that we've put in our vehicle, and this will mm. be going on to the show uh, in, in a couple of weeks' time as well, just to showcase yeah. it's a super simple thing to do. It's, it's really not that difficult. You don't need to take it. Everyone listening, you don't need to take it to an auto electrician. None of this stuff here so far that we've discussed about, you don't need to take to an auto electrician. You can do it yourself. It's, it's super easy. But the, the battery uh, sensor gauge, that's a really cool thing as well because batteries, and I know we're doing a Channel 7 cross the other night, and uh, one of the batteries on one of the work vehicles uh, was wow. was dropping a, didn't drop the cell, but it was it was fluctuating up and down to uh, mm. to eventually where the cell was dying, but they never had a battery sensor on that. Now this would have helped them out massively, and would have helped Absolutely. us sit back for the next three hours waiting for RSEQ to come. Is what it does, mate. You, I know you explain to people. Tell me about the sensor. So basically, it connects to your smartphone via Bluetooth. You can download the app; it's free, and you can continually monitor the battery performance via your smartphone. So it'll tell you. Uh, on startup, you can do a cranking voltage test. It'll give you the capacity at the, at the actual time, give you live readings, and also give you the sort of battery life and how it's performing. 
Um, you can set notifications when you're approaching the vehicle. It can give you a notification if something's wrong. Uh, it automatically synchronizes when you're in Bluetooth range. Um, as I said, so it does cranking automatically with an engine startup. It manually tests the charging system like your alternator, so you can do a manual charging test. And it also records the time and duration of each trip and away you go. So it's, it's very, very easy. It's two wires, black and red wires connected to the battery, little stickiness on the back of the monitor, on the top of the battery, and that's pretty much it. So you can you can do up to four batteries on one on the one app. Fair income. So you could put this on your boat too, can't you? Absolutely, mate. I've got one on my. I've got two in my car, one on the boat, and one in the caravan. So you're running. Well, two. I've actually I've actually got two on the boat now because I've now got my Mincoder installed as well. So <laughs> I've got two on the on, two on the boat as well. Yes, right. So it's perfect to that as well. When we're out on the water, I can keep an update on how my battery's going on my Mincoder. Yeah, um, cool. And if it gets a little go at a certain voltage, uh, a little notification comes up on my phone. Mate, the other thing that I can talk about what I'm looking here on my little app is the trip. It monitors yeah. your trip. Yeah, it basically just gives you a start and a stop time of how, you know, when you turn your car on to the time you turn your car off, which again, it's a nice little handy notice if you're trying to work out mileage and so forth. But it also gives you an idea of how long like, if you put a new battery in your car uh, and you start stop times. You can monitor a trip over a couple of years and get all that data for you. Mate, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm looking at the cranking side here. Now, my cranking at drops down to 8.42 volts. Now, it's it's okay because it tells me it is. <laughs> it's it, yep. it's in the – because you've got red, runs up to 7.5 volts, and then 7.5 to 9.5 volts is okay. And obviously, yep. 9.5 through to 14 is is perfect. So, my, and I I notice that when I'm starting my car at the moment, it is getting a bit sluggish, and the battery has got some years on it. So, this is telling me that that battery yep. it's still it's okay. It's not great, but it's not Correct. poor. So, it is that middle middle of the road, and you can tell, Absolutely. like I said, when you when you're starting your car. So that that is so cool. For, for just a, a, a general bloke like myself, you know, I've been out there and done a lot of things, but still this is just something that I can look at this and go, okay, I need to keep an eye on that because my battery, you know, if, if it goes any further lower, I'm going to be up for a, another few hundred bucks to get one done. Exactly, and that's the point of it. You can keep an eye on yeah. it and you can monitor. If you check it once or twice a week or give you a notification tell you want to do it, it means that you're monitoring, gives you peace of mind, and you can catch the problem before it gives you a problem. Yeah, And you're right, you can... Whip on down to your local battery place and, uh, you know, go to Century and have a chat with them and do a full battery test. And if they say, look, you know, it's ready, time to go, then, hey, let's nip it in the bud beforehand. Yeah. Put the battery monitor back on and away you go. Makes life easier. Tell me about the DDX4200 dual receive control oh, system. Mate, fantastic. Yeah, yeah this, is, this, of, is, this is a big daddy. I love this thing. This, this is a duck nut. So, so for me, um, as an avid pool driver and camper, um, having the dual receive is sensational. So what it actually does is we've literally put two radios in the unit at the same time. So you can actively receive two channels at the same time. So for me, when I'm up on Fraser, most people use channel 10. And when I'm on the roads, I usually leave it on channel 40. And I can actually monitor both at the same time. I'm towing the boat or the caravan. Uh, the truck drivers or other users can contact me if there's an issue or I can listen to general traffic. And again, I'll, you know, have the other channel at the same time. So when I'm traveling, I can listen to my mates and say, hey, look, let's chuck it on channel 10. We can talk on that one, but I can still monitor the other one. So, but, you know, with the DTX 4200X, we've upgraded the, the handpiece. We've got a great two-watt speaker, upgraded curly cords so it's nice and tough and strong, big LCD display, dual speaker in the base as well as the handpiece, obviously. So you get nice, crisp, clear, loud sound. And that's, mate... When, when you're saying you're monitoring both, so you can talk to your mates on Channel 10, but also Correct. you're monitoring another station. So you might monitor on you know, 12, 14, 18, whatever it might be. Yep. 
absolutely. 100%, mate. So you can wow. physically and actively receive two channels at the same time. So like I said, if you're on the road, then see yourself, you're towing up Harvey Bay, mate, and you're on channel 40, but you're with your mates and you're on you know another channel 12, you can listen to them as they're talking. And all it is is just a, it's one button on the remote. It's called a swap button. And to talk out on that channel that you want to talk out on, press the swap button, hit the PX button, talk away, swap back to the other one to talk out on the other channel. It's as simple as that. Aerial size. Give me give me an idea for people at home, the aerials and the mounting situations, because there's a lot of people who have their, you know, the, the standard RVs, you know, or maybe the, the, the mm-hmm. smaller cars, the SUVs and, and the bigger vehicles. How do they mount a uh, an antenna onto a standard car that they're going to go away on, on a normal weekend trip? Sure. Um, so there's a few options. Obviously, the most you know, most popular is the bull bar, but if you don't have a bull bar, there are quite a range of uh, what we call bonnet mount brackets. And now they attach to the guard inside the guard under the bonnet hinge. Yep. And they range from you know the Ford, Toyota, Nissan, and the whole range of Gambit. So as well as RVs like motorhomes and so forth, you've got uh, there's some mirror mounts and so forth. There's bonnet mounts that actually attach to the hinge of the bonnet uh, and so forth, or you can... A lot of people are choosing to put them on their roof racks with a fold-down bracket, which I've got on my vehicle. Yep. So uh, the thing with antennas is elevation is your friend. The higher you can get that antenna, yep. the better reception you're going to get. And we're not so talking an aerial get. that's that's eight foot long either, are we? doesn't have to be, no. So with low, short antennas or low-DB antennas uh, have their particular application. They're designed for close-range communication, so there's 10 to 15 kilometres in hilly and in-town environments and large, tall antennas, which are a high-gain antenna, uh, designed for long distance, you know, 20, 30 kilometre range uh, in the open plains and so forth. So different antennas give different applications, but with Oricon, we have uh, an antenna that's exposed. It's called the uh, all-terrain or town-country antenna, and it's a dual antenna. So one piece is the short DB, 3DB, put the other piece on the top, and it turns it actually into a 6.5 DB antenna, which I think you've got on your vehicle as that's well. That's exactly right, yeah, exactly. And yeah. But you can hear... You can hear people from a fair distance. It's it's not just you know local. You can actually have a chat to people a little bit. Uh, you know, when you're on the highway, uh, you can easily get clarity straight away. If you're talking to a, a caravan or a truckie, particularly a truckie uh, who's coming the Definitely. other way, you can ask if there's anything further ahead. You know, if there's an RT up there, do I need to take a, a U-turn and uh, and hide? That could be one scenario, Look, and it's happened to me plenty of times. <laughs> That's Thanks happened up, to yeah. you, Tony. That's happened no, to you. No, no, You've no, had no. To bolt from the RTA too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look, the, the best application, particularly in talking to truck drivers, is you know in areas that you you know exploring and driving, uh, just checking road conditions. You know, if you can see, you know, there's rain ahead, and obviously with the recent rains and people traveling, you can get road conditions. If you see a truck or people coming towards you, you and say, "Hey, can I get a road condition?" They may say to you, "Hey, mate, the road's flooded." You know, just um, this is the best yeah. way around, or you, just, you know. There's so many different applications for it. It's not just be able to talk to your friends, but the safety on the road and communication is effective, mate. Like it's, it's paramount to understand what's going on. Mate, it certainly is. And, of course, that leads also into – because communication, wherever you are travelling, is is paramount. That's that's the, the best thing. And, and this is something that we've used ours a lot, you know, obviously not what I was saying before. But um, yeah. in all seriousness is if there's a lot of roads flood, particularly in weather. And as you know, because we do some wild weather for uh, for, for our Channel mm. 7 stuff, is that we are. And we ha- look, fortunately, we haven't had any really bad conditions, uh, bad flooding or anything over the past 18 months. But what we have seen, of course, you know, is we're coming into cyclone season and generally we'll get put into pretty precarious situations where there is a lot of water. Um, but the truckies yep. keep moving. Now, one I can tell you about that actually did happen to us. We were up at uh, Bundaberg back in, I don't know, it might have been September. Uh, we are yep. out there fishing way out on Wreck Reef, and we came back, 
And on our way back, there was a, a couple of pretty severe bushfires. But the, the, the road, mate, I've never seen anything so incredibly scary, like, you know, driving yeah. a vehicle. It was pitch black, but you could not see, you could not see an inch in front of your bonnet, let alone any further. And you had your fog lights on, your smoke lights, you drop your lights back. You couldn't do anything. And then yeah, every yeah, now and yeah. then right beside you, all you could do was follow the white line. I couldn't even see the, the white line on the passenger side of the vehicle to follow that. I was yeah. following the white dotted line on my side. And then you'd see this thing just, just swoop past you and be a, a truck. Mm. And you'd ask the truckie right. and say, look, just past me, we're on uh, XYZ Road. Uh, mate, the, the smoke behind you, how far we got to go? And he told yeah. us, you got another two kilometres, brother. Um, so that sort of stuff there, and that's where it comes into play on a perfect situation. It does help you out through communication. Um, mate, that particular Absolutely. trip that we did also out to Wreck Reef is we were running the MX-500s. Um, yeah. Mate, these uh, VHF marine radios are incredible. And, and I know, I, I look, putting them on the boats is, to me, is a massive thing because we were talking dory to dory in the yeah. middle of the ocean, 650 kilometres out to sea. And we gave one of our uh, one of our guys there had the, uh, the the MX five hundred. We had the other one, and we could relay to them as to where we were, what we're doing, what fish we're biting. Uh, yep, bit of current over here. Yep, the wahoo are on the bite there, and mate, it was perfect. And then we Absolutely. we just hung them up off the uh, off the console. Awesome. And that's the point. That's that's the, the great five watt communication, easy handheld. Um, they float, they flash in the water. If you drop them in the water at night or whatever it needs, but. You're right, effective communication. How good is it? Like, particularly if you're 650 kilometres offshore, oh. there is no mobile service. No, and, and there is no it, mobile service. And it's, look, to me, they're cheap. That's right. Exactly right. 199 and bucks. That's the thing. How do, you, how do you put a price on your safety, uh, even if you're using it as a safety device? Like, yeah. even in a tinny in the creek, you, you might be just fishing in the broadwater. You know, yeah. it could be anything, but having an effective communicator device you can get some sort of communication to whoever may be listening, yeah. you can't put a price on that. But again, exactly right, mate. For, for pure recreational purposes, having a chat with your mates about what's going on, it's, it's perfect. Going from a five-water to a three-water, what's that going to do? Just a little bit less range, that's all. So if you're a, a general broadwater fisherman or you know in the creeks and rivers and estuaries, hey, look, a three-watt is, is perfect for that scenario. It's a little bit cheaper uh, and, you know, away you go but the five watt will give you just that even more increased range if you are going offshore and you need some backup device and as you know mate if we're big offshore fishermen you'd have a six uh unit in your boat but having that five watt handheld is always always another great safety backup device as well yeah absolutely and and the fixed units are pretty pretty schmick as well they're very streamlined but uh at at the same time you know they're they're valued around that through 399 400 buck mark and you get down a little bit, obviously you can go down to two ninety nine. But mate, if you're running those mm-hmm. sort of those fixed mount radios, everyone needs a marine radio in their boat. Okay, Definitely. and and yes, there are a few brands out there, but Oricom is an Australian. It's a company for Australian family company. Yeah, yeah, we're hundred percent Australian owned, hundred percent. Been seventeen years running, nice. and mate, we're proud of what we do. You know, we build build our units for Australian conditions, and um, you know, we keep it nice and simple. There's there's no gadgets and gizmos and silly features. You know, we've got the two fixed units, one with the uh, GPS DSC built into it, and we've got the uh, MS-1000. So, you know, great applications, nice and simple, excellent safety communication device. It's, like I said, if you're an offshore fisherman, yeah. uh, it's paramount. You know, logging in with your with uh, VMR or Coast Guard or whoever it may be, it's a simple safety, you know, procedure. 
Your GPS, the built-in GPS receiver is ideal. I, I've got one of those in my boat because with my son, I'll take out half the time it's just him and I, and sometimes we'll be out, and he's only 12. So, you know, he's got the rundown on how to how to drive the boat, handle the boat as, as best of his ability. Uh, but, you know, yep. there are some times out there it does get a little bit sort of ominous. And I say to him, look, if something happens to Dad, you need to know what to do. So, you know, we show That's him right. on the radio what is Channel 16, what does it do, yeah. okay, how to do a pan-pan security or a, or a mayday. And at the same mm-hmm. time, with a built-in GPS system, explain to the people what that does because that is a lifesaver in itself. Exactly. So the built-in GPS, basically, it's a, uh, a push of a button. And as you get your conversation out, it immediately gives your location within, I think it's within 10 metres, mm. to be honest with you. So, yeah. But it gives you, it gives the Coast Guard uh, or VMR the, your exact position where you are so they can find you without you know, having to try and mm. scan an area that could be thousands of kilometres. So you, when you're offshore, sometimes you might not even see the land. And yeah. if things go wrong, um, you know, that immediate GPS location will give them that update immediately. Mm. And it does that does that perfectly, mate. Also, yeah, your, exactly. your UHF CB radios. That's a another handheld device that you can use. We did speak about the DDX forty two hundred, but also you do the yeah. handheld units because what what situation would they be good compared to say the VHF marine radio handheld? So, well, you know, VHF is obviously uh, designed for the marine environment. Uh, it's a They're waterproof frequency. Yeah, absolutely. And the UHF is designed for on land. You can use. UHF on the water, like you see the kiting in the dams and so forth around the campsite and so forth. Yeah, uh, we have a range from half watts all the way up to five watts uh, in twin packs. Some are waterproof, and some have got you know all got different features. But um, for me, I've always travelled with a five watt handheld. Our Ultra Five Fifty yeah. is an amazing unit, 100% waterproof, lithium battery. Uh, you know, it's metal chassis, so it's virtually indestructible, and it goes everywhere with me when we're travelling and got the kids in the back, and we need to pull over for a rest stop and the wife needs to take the kids to the toilet. She <laughs> yeah. takes the she takes the handheld with her. So, you know, if there's any issues or a problem or through it camp, uh, we communicate back and forth. She I'm in the camp kitchen, I can radio and say, Hey, dinner's five minutes away. So communication everywhere. It's it's effective, it's safe, but it's also fun. You know, it's fun for my yeah. kids. They when we're travelling in convoy, they have their radios and driving up in the background, but yeah. they play photo on the yeah. UHF and have a lot of fun. Mate, it is a lot of fun, and that's the yeah, it's sort of like the old school. I remember doing that years ago. You'd have the little handheld CB radios, and uh, you know, half the time you got told to, to get off because you know you'd be a little, <laughs> little, little rat bag. But uh, you know, this is part of growing up when you're on the road and you got a bit bored. But you know, but these particular units here, of course, mate, they are fantastic. But um, I do like the camo waterproof. You also. Which is sort of like a, a cousin of the uh, of the uh, VHF waterproof. You've yeah. also got the Ultra Five Fifty camo waterproof, so that gives you the on land system for the caravanners or tours around Australia. Uh, if you're heading out there, and like Tony was saying, if you're going out there in the adverse weather, the last thing is you want to get your equipment wet and you're worried about it. Uh, this is this is something exactly. you don't need to worry about, particularly exactly. in mud it's, terrain. Yes, mate, they're perfect for that. You know, I've done plenty of. Um, Four drive drives and you know some uh, club runs and so forth and winch challenges and you know it's when you when you're having a winch challenge or just just for effective communication you know it might be an inskip point you might be bogged uh, you know yeah or on the beach or whatever it is you can communicate you know if I'm fishing on the beach and the wife near the car I can communicate back and forward to the vehicle and hey say look you know there's a plane landing or you know can you bring down some some beers or whatever it needs to be you know <laughs> that's the most important thing I think. 
You can join the Oricom VIP club and join the Oricom family. Receive 10% off your first order. You can go online and do that, of course, at oricom.com.au. Check out everything there. Of course, your TPS 9s valued about 249 bucks rec retail. The DDX 4200s around 449 Battery sensor, 59 bucks. We're talking items that are going to save your life and, of course, make your trip a lot more smoother. MX500 uh, is 199 MX300 is 149 They're, of course, your, uh, your VHF marine radios. And, of course, moving into the Ultra 550 handhelds around that 249 whether you're going for the uh, waterproof model, the camo, or the standard. But, um, hey, Tony, thanks for your time this morning, mate. I'm glad you cleared up a lot of things for us. And, of course, uh, thanks, mate. mate, have yourself a, a wonderful weekend. And if you are venturing anywhere outside, make sure you jump onto the Oricom website. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's another Step Outside podcast. You're listening up to Bertie. And as I love to say, may your rod bend off it, everyone. If you're going to be out there fishing and you're illegally doing it, you should be trying to pen. Crap hot. I'd have to say, if you're going to use a long shank hook, great for whiting, perfect for yabbies, not the best for live bait, such as a herring. Oh, come on, mate. You're joking, aren't you? That's abs- that's, that's rubbish. You know, now put yourself in a fishing line here. Now, that's a catch. That is a quality catch. Well done, champion. 